Today's show, now that Beyonce is done, we're going to talk about um, Brandy, the vocal Bible. We'll run through a couple of her records and just see, take a good look and listen <laughs> as to what made Brandy's voice so special. What makes Brandy Norwood the vocal Bible? Brandy created a sound, so we're going to talk about that as well as can fans of an artist, can can the artist fan base have a negative effect on possible followers or fans? Like, can a artist fan base make you dislike that artist? We also got... um. Basement Bop, and y'all know Basement Bop is like a record that was on an album or released, and I felt like it should have been like a big record, but it wasn't, and I just want to bring some recognition to it, as well as, um, we got a new record to play, we got some new music, all that and more coming up right here on Top Music NT Podcast Show. I'm your host, King Philippe. And she, let's get started, my people. <laughs> Akuna Matata. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the dynamic person I've ever met in my life. Her voice makes your brain just go like this. Patty wasn't awarded this sooner, but like a BT takes a long time since Deborah Lee is in charge, and I'm like, where's Bob Johnson? Never would you catch me at the BET Awards. I might get robbed, but Patty, I, I love you. I do congratulate you on your award. Have on a watch. Don't assume I have time for your book. From where I was from in Barbados, we was. We <laughs> got coconut. Patty. I have a coconut to pick with you. Not beef, not a bone, just coconut. Akuna Matata, bitch. All right. Akuna Matata. This is Top Music NT, y'all. <laughs> Podcast show, Top Music Entertainment. Let's get started. Um, The first thing up on the list. Uh, Do we got any news? I said, um, 
I said, I didn't know if we had some news, but we do have some news. I actually heard this story. Shout out to um Lovely T. Is that her name? Lovely T. Shout out. Uh, I've been watching her a lot lately. Shout out to the YouTube vlogger, <coughs> um, Lovely T. But um, y'all know I'm a huge, huge Tasha K fan. And you know, I'm always talking about if Tasha K said it, then it's true. Well, uh, Lovely T, um, she's pretty... I'll say she's pretty um, good with her information. Most of the I, most of the time, she's pretty on point and right. But um, I'm just gonna say she broke the story because that was my first time hearing it. And now I'm looking at YouTube. Uh, Chronicle speaks. That's another um, um, YouTube vlogger channel that I watch. She's talking about it, but. Um, it's the Richard Pryor Jr. Um, the Richard Pryor Jr. and the um, Paul Mooney situation um, and that little a- allegation um, supposedly according to Lovely T and a lot of other inside sources um, even Richard Pryor ex-wife well wife because I think it's his, no, it's his wife, but, you know, Rich Pryor, gone, but, <clears throat> his wife, his, she, somewhat hinted at the fact that it's a lot of, um, I guess, truth to this story, but, if you don't know, I'm gonna let, um, Chronicle speak, break the story down just a little bit, we're not gonna play the whole thing, but, What's going on is that apparently Richard Pryor, and I didn't even know this about Richard Pryor, but it didn't surprise me at all because it's Hollywood and a lot of wicked, weird, um, sexual, demonic type shit goes on in Hollywood. But um, I didn't know that Richard Pryor dated transsexuals and drag queens, and um, I didn't know the man was gay. Like... I watched the uh, clip and he was talking to Paul Mooney how, how he something about how he walked in on Paul Mooney sucking somebody's penis or something hey it was supposed to be a joke but looking at Paul Mooney's face like he was laughing but it seemed like Richard Pryor was spilling some tea but anyway um, apparently Paul Mooney and when um, Lovely T first started talking about the um, story, I guess when she uploaded the video, she, towards the end, she, she got more information on it. But apparently, um, allegedly, Paul Mooney um, was having sexual relation with Richard Pryor Jr. And uh, y'all know Richard Pryor Jr. is Richard Pryor's son. And um, Lovely T was saying that around the time when she she was doing her calculation, that would have made Richard Pryor Jr. back in the 80s, that would have made him around like 19 years old. But apparently, um, come to find out, it was, it started happening when Richard Pryor Jr. was a lot younger. And Paul Mooney and Richard Pryor was like close friends back then. And supposedly, 
um, Richard Pryor put out a hit once he found out about it on Paul Mooney. Now, what baffled me is that there was a picture of Paul Mooney and Richard Pryor, like, after the 80s that they took together and if, or after the fact that Richard Pryor supposedly found out and I'm like, well, if they taking pictures together, like, years later, after he's supposed to have found out, like, why? I don't know. It's confusing. The story is quite confusing. But apparently, it's getting a lot of, like, a whole lot of attention right now. Because a lot of people, I'm sitting here looking at YouTube, and a lot of people is talking about it now. Like I said, I first heard about it. About four days ago, and Tasha, um, not Tasha K. Shout out Tasha K. I love me some Tasha K. But uh, Lovely T was talking about it on her show. But um, I don't know. Let me just play this. Let y'all hear. Paul Mooney, Richard Pryor Jr. story has been getting major news lately, and it seems to have stopped money for Paul Mooney, who has had to cancel shows left and right because of the backlash that has transpired from the situation. So let's bring you up to speed if you don't know. Rashawn Khan, who is a former bodyguard of Richard Pryor, has come forth to reveal some very disturbing news. So earlier this week, a video was posted by YouTube's own Comedy Hype, and in a very short five-minute video, Rashawn Khan revealed so much, child, it almost broke the internet because the news is everywhere. He revealed that Paul Mooney violated Richard Pryor's son, Richard Pryor Jr., and Richard Pryor Jr. was just a boy when it happened. Well, from JoJo Dancer on, their relationship became fragile, okay? Because Paul Mooney had f***ed Rich's son by that time. Okay. And he violated whatever Paul Mooney was to Richard. And there was a time that Paul Mooney was Rich's friend. So when Paul did what he did, it was a violation of friendship first. And then my son, you know, um, right? And in some circles, that's supposed to be dealt with. Uh, Richard didn't want him on the planet no more. He, he shared it with me, and he said he wanted somebody uh, killed. And so then I asked him, what is it about? He said, a million dollars. I want somebody killed. And I was like, damn, I'm not a killer. I'm not that person. But I did give it thought. I know somebody I'm not a killer, but don't push me. And this is, his son was like young at the time? Yeah, Richard Jr. Yeah, Richard was a little boy. Rewinding us, discussing that prior asked or requested, we're looking for someone to pretty much put a hit on Paul right. for a million dollars. It didn't, and you, you know, years later, it did not happen. Was there a, a reason why? It didn't happen because Richard caught on fire. Richard burned. And that's what saved Paul Mooney's life today, present day, is because Richard caught on fire. And then that became the primary. Before that, it was Paul Mooney. Now the wife of Richard Pryor, Jennifer Lee Pryor, stated that this information is indeed true and that Richard Pryor Jr. confirmed this at a luncheon that she gave after Richard Pryor's funeral service and that he announced this to an entire restaurant full of guests and that she has it on tape. Now is it just me? I don't know, but why would this information be announced at a luncheon for your father that's just passed? I just couldn't do it. It just, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to let y'all know what is going on in the world.
Um, if you want to see or hear or see in here, <laughs> go to YouTube. Uh, like I said, the um, Chronicle Speed. That's that's what's playing right now of what I just played for you. And that was my first time watching um, them talk about it. Well, watching her talk about it on that platform, on that channel. But like I said, when I first heard the story a couple of days ago, it was through um, Lovely Tegan. She really break, broke it down. Really breaks it down really well. So um, that's that. I ain't gonna get into that. I really don't have much to say about that because... I don't know. Um, I really don't know. I know TMZ caught up with um, Richard Pryor Jr. And he did confirm it somewhat. But he never said Paul Mooney's name. He never said that it was Paul Mooney. So, he did say that he was, you know, molested or um, tampered with or, you know, as a child. But he didn't say Richard he didn't say um, Paul Mooney's name, so. But uh, according to that guy right there, you know, he just flat out told the story. He told it how it was or, or whatever happened, and I don't know why he just now telling this story after all these years. I don't know. But, hey, that's Hollywood for you. Let's get into what we do over here, Top Music Antique Podcast Show. Um, Ken Fans of a particular artist make it hard for new followers and Ken cause look and I'm gonna start with the beehive so let's talk about that let's move on man to the next segment so the question that I ask is, um, can a fan base of a particular artist make people dislike that artist? And I, I will say I've definitely heard it a lot, um, especially when it comes with to us Hive members. And I don't, I'm a, I'm a Beehive. I will, I claim it. I mean, I love Beyonce. But I always say I'm a fan of music. I love music, period. And uh, it's so crazy that I'm talking about this because I was talking to. <laughs> I don't know how to address this person because they're definitely an old friend. But like we're a lot closer than that. But anyway, I'm talking to one of my friends last night, and um. He was like, who who you don't like? <laughs> like, as far as with, with an artist. And I'm like, I really, I love music. So, I like a lot of people. Like, I'm a big fan of a lot of people. And if, I'm like, if, if, if you just walk up to somebody that really, really know me and ask them who my favorite artist, they'll probably say Beyonce. Which is true. Like, she's, she's my favorite entertainer, but... You know, I like people for different reasons. I like people for what they bring to the table. Um, Brandy is one of my favorite vocalists. That's why I'm so glad we talking about her today on the show. But um, 
I like salon music more than I like Beyonce music. I like Beyonce as an, as an entertainer more than I like anybody else. Um, I grew up on Mary J. Blige. Um, Kanye West is one of my favorite singers, but I love Drake and I love Tupac and I love Kendrick Lamar and you know what I'm saying like I I take people for different reasons. Ed Sheeran is one of my favorite artists. Um, I love Pink. Like so. I just don't, I just can't say a favorite because I got a lot of favorite. And, you know, Taylor Swift just dropped her new album. And y'all know that I've been rocking with Taylor Swift and Tim McGraw. That was her first single. So, like, it, it is what it is. I take people for what they bring to the table. Taylor Swift is a songwriter. Ashanti is a songwriter. Neo, I like people for what they bring to the table. With that being said, um, I definitely do think that... Uh, I I don't dislike an artist because of their fan base, but it do it do cause me to kind of ah, turn up my nose a little. And I will say I did. I'm I'm doing that sometime. No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm finna say I'm doing that sometime with Cardi B, especially with the whole Cardi B and Nicki Minaj thing. But no, I'm not going. That's not true. What kind of turned me off, and I still love Cardi. Oh, let me say that. But what bothered me with Cardi B is her rant on social media. I think somebody needs to just take her cell phone and don't let her go live and make videos and stuff like that. And like, I think it's being like a true hive member. It's like Beyonce don't address shit. <laughs> you buy her album and hear her response and you better hope you hear it then but uh i recorded this little clip from youtube um a long time ago about three four months ago because i wanted to talk about it and i'm going to let y'all hear what old boy how he breaks it down because he really breaks it down uh i'm sorry i can't give him any kind of reference or a shout out because I didn't write his information down. This is this is um I didn't I didn't I don't know. Like I couldn't even find a video if I tried to but I, I do have the auto. And see I did this seven seven three old twenty nineteen. So that's July the third in 2019. That's been a, that's been a little while ago. But um, listen to this, y'all. Starting with the Beehive, the fandom which consists of Beyonce fans and stands. They love the one. Starting with the Beehive, like leave. <laughs> okay, let me stop. To be undeniably the craziest Beyonce. Starting with the Beehive. The fandom, which consists of Beyonce fans and stands, used to be undeniably the craziest fan base. Mm, don't do it. But in recent years, have toned it down. But they did rightfully so make their mark with that title, from throwing Beyonce CDs at R&B pop singer Carrie Hilson in the streets, for throwing shade at Beyonce, own religion, working the show 106 and Park canceled, after the host made a joke about Blue Ivy and sent the hive into a rage. They've been known for their swarms of bee emojis if anyone dare goes against the Queen Bee. They've also been referenced countless times on national TV shows like Wendy Williams and Good Morning America. Here in the industry, it wouldn't be a smart idea to mention Beyonce in a negative light. Not only will the highest sting you, but with the power Beyonce has, there's a strong chance you may be blackballed. 
of next week not only will the hive sting you but with the power beyonce has there's a strong chance you may be blackballed up next we have the Barty Gang, the new fandom on the block, making sure their bloody shoe emojis don't go unnoticed. Obviously the fans are the relatively new hip-hop entertainer, well, they aren't shy of controversy. From egging on beefs, making fake screenshots, and even comparing or putting their fave above superstars such as multi-talented Beyonce and rapper Nicki Minaj, and wishing death and making fun of the latter's abortion. Although Barty Gang tends to be a bit mild when carving their way through the stan world, they definitely seem to be on track of being in the same tier of the craziest fan bases. Next in line we have the K-pop fans. I know there's tons of different fandoms in the K-pop community. However, they all have similar attributes, so I just decided to link them all together. K-pop fans do not shy away from anything. They are very powerful, obsessive, willing to do anything for their idols. Oh, how simple life was when you could go on the internet and not see any comments asking any armies here or even just tweeting and not seeing people saying Stan Lunar at XO with Are a music army? video clip attached animators. Once the sweet, innocent fandom of Ariana Grande have turned quite monstrous during the Sweetener era. They're oh, a yeah. fandom that has endured a lot, I will give them that. But their behavior lately has been quite repulsive, from harassing Pete Davidson every single day without even knowing the facts or details within their relationship, to the point that he wanted to commit suicide and telling him to do so. After Ariana's what? hit single Thank You Next went number one, they've gotten brave, discrediting other artists. They need to tread very lightly because it's weird now. This day and age, people's fandoms can make you dislike the star. And I've seen that sort of happening to Ari. I've seen a lot of viral hate posts about her. And I just think that Arianators need to chill, enjoy Ariana's prime right now, and be gracious, with Arianators being self-aware ranked so high recently. Last but never least, we have the Barbs, the unicorns in the kingdom of the Queen of Rap, Nicki Minaj. I mean, there's no other way to say it. The Barbs are batshit crazy. <laughs> Definitely the most talked about fandom of the year, having spread to Rolling Stone, having celebrities like Cardi B and her sister and struggling rapper Stefan Don beef with them, and other struggling rappers like Dream Doll beefing with them. They've been in threats to anyone who dare criticizes Nicki in the slightest way possible, even if it isn't bad. They'll rip you apart from looks to disgusting comments. That's shady. Some barbs also have a reputation for being delusional conspiracists. I mean, it's just out of hand at this point. They dragged their own fave and was in the biggest fan war this year, and I'm not blaming it all on them, but they will go ballistic over anything. Really you have to be very careful about what you say because they're the real street fighters. Call him Chun Li, okay? <laughs> Struggling rapper Mariah Lin also accused the barbs of beating up her mother. Anyways, behind all the smoke, mirrors, and chaos, all of these fandoms have something in common, something semi-credible, and that's the love and support for their favorite artists. Sometimes I see why these stands act the way they do. People live vicariously through these celebrities, and not in a creepy way, but more so these celebrities have helped them, they've saved them, and their music is a staple in their lives. It's just the way you go about defending them that's not good. Hey, the There's definitely room for improvement amongst all of these monstrous fans. Katie Cats. I don't know Katie. Katie Cat. That's Katie Perry. Katie Cats. Katie Cats. Oh <laughs> uh, well, my followers are of my royal family, my kings and queens, <laughs> but it's a movement behind it. And no matter what happens, if I ever become international, local, global, whatever, I would encourage none of my followers to be 
um, crazy like that, disrespectful and rude, and I don't, I don't think that's cool. Even when it comes to Beyonce, like I love Beyonce, but I ain't now, and I will go to bat. I'm not finna. Live. You're not gonna discredit her. You're not gonna call her. Say she's not a vocalist. You're not gonna do that. But I don't be um, <laughs> going to the Beyonce church and, and praising and worshiping her and um, stuff like that. Like that's just ridiculous. Come on now. I know who my God is. It is not Beyonce. <laughs> like, come on, don't play. But um. <laughs> Man, these fans are crazy. The Barbs and the Barty Gang, they're definitely, like, the biggest um, two fan bases out right now. And they're, like, the craziest out right now. Because, like he said, on the Hive, we, we calm down. First of all, Beyonce don't got a little older, you know what I'm saying? Beyonce don't even care about being number one and having hits no more. That's not her thing no more. Let the new people fight for that and it's like we just cool with with seeing the Coachella performance getting the Lion King album here and there and whatever whatever but um he didn't say much he didn't mention the Navy actually back in the day a couple of years ago that's who we as the with the hive we had to go against the navies. it is so crazy cause I just talked to my son shout out to Journey I love you but anyway, he was a, um, he is a Navy. Like, he loved Rihanna. I remember I bought, um, the Rihanna album, whatever, Talk That Talk, and Mary J. Bly album had just came out, too. Uh, and he was just so happy when I bought him that album, because he loves some Rihanna. And I can't say that, like, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Rihanna, but back then, like, the Navy... They used to make me kind of dislike Rihanna because I felt like they put her up on this false pedestal. Like, like Rihanna good. She make good hit record, but don't ever think that she's in competition to a Beyonce. Don't play. Let's, let's move on because, see, I feel like I may have to uh, drag some bit, some people on um, online just because of this little um segment just because of this conversation so what y'all think man can an artist fan base make other people possible new fans new come up new followers dislike their art I just want to let y'all know that anything is possible. Just some encouraging word this morning. Manifest your success and your prosperity. And trust me, when you manifest, when you meditate, focus, I promise you good things will happen. You'll see a lot of stuff start working out in your favor. Ah. I can vouch for that, and I was just telling one of my friends a couple of days ago, like, I think that's why I've been on this emotional roller coaster because I've been going through a lot, and one of the things that I haven't done since my accident was meditate, 
So I'm definitely gonna do that later on today. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna make that one of my top priorities. To, to, to sit down and sit back and meditate. Um, if you're in Montgomery, Alabama, please. Like I'm begging you, like I work, like I still work there. <laughs> but stop by my um, Bumhauer's on the Eastern Boulevard, 2465 Eastern Boulevard, Montgomery, Alabama, 36117. Um, that's a uh, family family sports bar cuisine and when I tell you the food is good y'all will definitely enjoy some good American food um, great atmosphere football season is oh that's tomorrow shout out to them Auburn Tiger War Eagle look War Eagle football season starts tomorrow so if you want a good time a good experience you in that area um also in Auburn there's a um there's a store yeah but there's a um, Baumhauer's in Auburn, Boss Victory Grill, Op- um, Birmingham, Mobile, uh, Hoover, uh, Wells, 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 Tuscaloosa, Orange Beach, and I feel like I'm missing one, but yeah, do that. As well as, um, I feel like I'm missing one, but yeah, Boss Victory Grill, Baumhauer's, good food, good food, some of the best wings, steaks burgers like i'm a very very picky eater and i promise you i worked at this uh place 10 years off and on whenever i'm whenever i live in whenever i'm in montgomery and i'm living there that's where i work bartending and serving and hosting and expo and all that good stuff (laughs) um and i will say i eat all over that menu like pretty much that's not I'm a, like I said, I'm a picky eater, and there's not a lot of stuff on that menu that I don't eat. Like I pretty much eat anything off that menu. So shout out to um, Bob Baumhauer. He's a he's a very cool guy, very easy guy to talk to. I I he's the only millionaire that I know personally, <laughs> and that's his restaurant, Bob's Victory Grill. But um. Another um for the ladies, if you ever in the Lynette Valley area, please visit my cousin Beauty. It's called Sugar Boutique and it's located on 1805 B South Um What is South Broad Avenue in Lynette, Alabama? Stasha Brooks is the owner. That's my cousin, so you need a hot fit to wear, you know, it's Friday. And, you know, it's Labor Day weekend. Y'all may need, you know, something like the game tomorrow. Y'all may want to look cute or whatever. And I'm I'm telling you, she got good fashion, great fashion um, apparel over there. And it really caters to the younger the younger crowd and I promise you you'll go in there and you know get fly GQ'd up or whatever like that. So that is uh let me see if I got the number. I don't have a number for it. I I need to call Stasha and get let's see if she got any type of um sales or anything going on. I get that I get back to you guys with that on the next show. But um, that sugar boutique in Lynette, um, 
If you guys are familiar with this area, that's Highway 29, right there, Lynette, right across from the um, QV gas station. That is our advertisement for the day. Um, coming up, we got Basement Bob, Brandy, the Vocal Bible. We're gonna get into it why her voice is just so amazing, iconic, and unique <laughs> and what makes Brandy the vocal bobble as well as a new record and the closing of the show. This is Top Music NT Pod Show. I'm your host, King Felix. Stay right here. We got another segment coming up. So this week basement bop man it comes off Mario Turning Point album and the record is called Nike Fresh Out the Boss man Mario is definitely one of my favorite male vocalists, and if you never heard this song, although this was, this is his biggest album, so I'm pretty sure y'all should have heard this song, because it's, it's a double platinum album, but um, once y'all hear this record, if you haven't heard it, you're going to understand why he's one of my favorite male vocalists. It's called Nike Fresh Out the Box. Mario, that my man, <laughs> my nigga. I love that man. Vocals. Ain't nothing like a paraphrase. said to myself, I got a hand the black and peace fresh out the box. Everybody wanna know her name. It's like she walked right out of a dream. A fantasy unreal. Big ups and little things, yeah. She's like, no one I ever seen, no one I ever met, someone I'll never forget. Looking at it is good for my health. She got me singing to myself. I'll see her, I wanna, gotta have a lot. Like each fresh out your box. I'm fainting, daydreaming, gotta have a lot. Like each fresh out your box. I won't step her up, I lace her up right Treat her real good like a pair of fresh White top for no top I gotta have that piece that shows your box Oh, oh. 
Direction, come on next. Follow the direction. You're gonna make a left on touching boulevard. When you see kissing street, make a right, kiss straight, then go all the way. Man, I haven't heard that, that song in years. So that's why I was so silent as far as not talking about that record because <laughs> I wasn't silent. I was singing in the background with him, or at least trying to. <clears throat> My throat is really hurting. But, um, yeah, oh, man, I, I feel so good right now because I ain't heard this song in so long. It really just put me in a good mood. As a matter of fact, after I finish doing this show, I'm finna sit here and listen to Turning Point, the whole album. That's one of my favorite albums. That is a definitely Press Play album. And if you don't know what a Press Play album is, it's a playthrough album. An album where you can, back in the, you know, for you new people, for you young people, I'm from the 90s. I'm an 80s baby. I grew up in the 90s. And yes, I know what a cassette tape is. <laughs> the first tape I ever bought was a Michael Jackson cassette tape. Uh, remember the time. Um, but anyway, when the CDs and stuff hit the market, that's what I mean about press play. You put that CD in and you press play, and you don't have you don't have to skip a song. You let every song play, like cause that's how good that album is. Well, that's that's how that that album was right there. Um, Mario Turning Point. It's a press play album. You pop that joint in, press play, and let every song on that album play because every record on that album was so dope. 
Uh, that was our basement box, Nike Fresh Out the Box by Mario. Mario. We say Mario, he say Mario Potato, or whatever. <laughs> so let's get into the moment that we all been waiting for. Well, maybe y'all ain't been waiting for, but I definitely been waiting for it. Because I actually created this segment a while back, and um, I never... I never um put it on neither one of my shows. So we gonna do it today. And it's been a minute. Oh where's my tablet? It's been a minute since I heard it. I don't think I ever listened to it when I recorded it. But we go listen to it now. Brandy the vocal baba. What make Brandy such a vocal beast in this music industry? Yep, see, I did this one on June the 2nd, 2019. See, that, that been a minute. Um, but 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 before we get into that, I wanna um shout out to two people. Two different artists in the game. Best-selling debut album. Shout out to Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. Snoop Dogg, Doggy Ass. Ah. Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style album. First week sale. He sold eight hundred thousand copies. That is the fastest-selling hip-hop album ever. And I'm talking about physical copy. And I'm not talking about digital copy. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Lil Wayne topped that. Um, he had an album that sell a million first the the first week, so I think he topped Snoop. But Snoop carried this um title for a very long time. And another artist I want to shout out. Um, she's a writer. She is one of the most, definitely the best songwriter in the music business, writing 90% of all of her music, as well as hits for other pop stars such as Jennifer Lopez. I'm talking about Ashanti. Ashanti also sung background and lead vocals for Jennifer Lopez on the record Ain't It Funny, which was written by Ashanti and the hook is performed by Ashanti as well as J-Lo I'm Real um, that was um, completely sung by Ashanti Jennifer Lopez lip synced over Ashanti vocals Ashanti's self-titled album her debut album First week sale sold 503 copies. It is the best-selling debut album by a female artist in the U.S. music history. So shout out to Ashanti for having the best-selling debut album by a female artist in music in, um, in the U.S. Okay, let's see what Miss Brandon Norwood got going on over here. I love this chick. Oh my god. 
Man, and I think this song made me realize just how vocally talented and how much of a beast she was. Like, bro, the, the savage in this song, the way she just demolished this record. It's crazy, man. They both killed this. How do y'all interpret music? And the lyrics, the lyrics are plain as day. Somebody like they always fight fighting over a man. They ain't fighting over no man. They burning this man stuff up. It's like they don't did a whole 360. Now, never mind. Let's just continue to create music. Cause I can't explain I can't explain this to people when they just ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Not forget, Brandy was one of the biggest. I love the comments, y'all. Artists in the Somebody said, "Do you truly understand the genius of this track? This production is simply outstanding." Now listen to this. So, how do we go from my best friend to gotta eat the booty like grocery? Damn shame. They're not talking because we, of course, we know Brandy didn't sing that song. Gotta eat the booze like grocery, but they're just speaking about how music has changed so much from then to now. And it's true. I'm a victim of it. It is what it is. Hmm. Let me just say, vocally, well, vocally, Brandy kills everything. 
But man, I don't know why this song was so underestimated and underrated. Like this song is so dope. I this song, oh my god, her her register, her tone gives me chills. Her texture, her voice. There ain't no Oh, I used to be so in love with this song. Oh, full it's like one of my favorite songs to sing, like karaoke and stuff like that. Like, are you serious? Don't play with me. <laughs> Why her face was so long in this video? Am I the only one who thought, oh, boy, with the dread was like, like hot. It was like right before I started growing dreads. Actually, matter of fact, I had just started growing dreads for the very first time. They was really, really small when this video came out. I was young, boy. I was really young. Oh, you must Remember when Brandy was a force in the music industry? From her quadruple platinum self-titled debut album to the quintuple platinum Never Say Never, she was on top of the world. It was good to be Brandy in the 90s. That many were calling her 2012 album 211 a comeback. In fact, she freed. It was her first album in four years, and she told Reuters, I am definitely calling it a comeback. I know for a fact that I've been gone for a while and I couldn't find my way. I couldn't get it together. Critics gave 211 rave reviews with Billboard calling it her most focused album since Never Say Never. Fans, however, weren't as at just number three on the Billboard 200 and sold than 2008's Human. Brandy was disappointed, but she kept things in perspective. Am I happy with the sales of 211? Um, honestly, no. Would I have loved for it to reach more people? Absolutely. Because um, I say this humbly, the work is just so great. Yes, it is. Brandy's music career isn't what it once was, but she's remained relevant thanks in large part to a steady acting career. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> you better stop playing with me. Oh my God, I might start crying. Oh my God. This is, oh, excuse me, oh, excuse me, but this song right here, oh my God, this is why 211 was 
so phenomenal. Not only this song, there's a million other songs on this song, on that album. It's not, not a million, million, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Every song was dope. But this song, and when she performed it, performed this song, I think it was like the BT Honors or something, yes, and she was. stood on that stage baffled. Barefoot at one spot, at one spot. belted out those <laughs> notes. Oh my gosh, Brandy, why? I need to see that performance. I just want to talk to you right now. Don't <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? <laughs> 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 I made you pay for the mistake you Oh, somebody said this girl can really blow, and it pisses me off that she is so underrated. Her runs are so sick. This woman's voice is sent straight from heaven. I agree. When she sings this live, the chills, so she is so amazing. Didn't I just tell y'all? I'm four people know what I'm talking about. Best female vocalist of our generation, hand down. I don't want to read the rest of it. Cause why they all got to bring Beyonce in it? That right, but that be upsetting me. And no, I mean, and yes, I do agree. I I prefer Brandy voice. Brandy is my favorite female vocalist. Beyonce is my favorite entertainer, but Brandy is my favorite female vocalist. I do prefer to hear Brandy over Beyonce. But y'all ain't gonna be pulling my queen into this because Beyonce is queen, and Beyonce can sing her ass off. Let's not play. Baby. I am loving the deep missing Brandon's voice. <laughs> you better say Brandy. Yes. Oh, she looks so good. She go into this second verse. This girl who watching it on YouTube, she she's speechless. <laughs> Why is you not screaming? Do you not hear what I'm hearing? Close your mouth, baby. Brandy. I'm sorry, y'all. I just had to watch this performance. 
<laughs> Come on, Brandon. Oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it because I know what she's going to do. Standing ovation every give it up for the vocal bible <laughs> and that's why she the vocal bible <laughs> hey. okay. I don't know if I'm ready for this part <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready I get chills every time. Did you guys say that? Yeah. Oh. But she's actually a well-known artist. This is going to be Brandy, and she's performing without you on the BT Honors. So I can't wait to take it on in, guys, to listen to everything. I will pay her to sit in her studio station. Oh my god. Shout out to Frank Ocean. He wrote this verse. She is so sick. Hey, Oh my God, Brandy! Yeah. Right? It's like the doors of heaven just swung wide open. <laughs> I need to repair. Can I get some look? I gotta get. Can I get? It, it sounds like acapella album or something. Right. Mm. 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 Mm.
kill the top too. Okay. No more. See. Hold on. That's my part. Kill the top too. I'm scared of you too, girl. I'm scared to be <laughs> beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> I'm scared of you, Brandy. Brandy, I'm scared of you. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Brandy. I, mean, I got you. Of, um, I wonder if Chris. This sound. This reminds me a lot of Chris Brown's vocals. Um, nope. See, the thing is, let me stop him. That is sick. Hold on, let me comment on him. You will not compare Brandy to Chris Brown. What you will do is compare Chris Brown to Brandy. Now, with that being said, Chris Brown said that Brandy is his favorite vocalist. He practiced her run and he practiced her style of singing. Did I not just say earlier in this video, Brandy created a sound? I said it right. I thought so. You know, you can do something. You, you, you start to believe it. I mean, I knew it immediately. You just had this tone and, and this quality in your voice, which you do to this day. Thank you. And it's nice to hear. Do, do you hear this now? Do you hear yourself in other people's music sometimes? Because I've heard certain riffs from other people or I hear certain notes and I'm like, that's a Brandy note. Oh. That's, that's how Brandy would do that. But it kind of speaks to your influence. I mean, everyone has grown up with you. So... You started so young. Do you hear that sometimes? Yes, I hear it a lot. Does it drive you crazy or do you take it as a compliment? It's, it's a compliment for me. You know, I'm, I'm definitely flattered, you know, because that's why you do music, right. to share and right. to, to influence and to inspire. So, so when I hear little isms, I, I, I get like, yeah. That's right. Right. <laughs> you got it, girl. Thank you for your contribution to this world. Your voice is absolutely phenomenal absolutely beautiful and you're an inspiration to so many people you don't even know hey brandy it's brian thanks like i told you before you are still my favorite female singer have you ever loved somebody so much Same, it makes you cry try to find the words but they don't come out right have you ever <laughs> congratulations here's to 20 What's up, it's your girl, Little Mar, one of the greatest singers to ever do it, one of my favorite albums of all time that I listen to before I go on tour full moon. It's my girl, Brandy. Yes, because I want to be down. I used to do that. Yes, yes. I figured out while I was in high school, so I was instantly drawn to her. Her voice is beyond amazing, and I wish her nothing but great things. My favorites, as far as vocally, you kill them. And, you know, they obviously you've given everybody the background on where you got all that, but... Oh my God. This video only got 1.8 million views? What are y'all doing? Get the shit. Hey. <laughs> I love this song. Gonna speak your mind. I know somebody's lying. There's always something. I want to pre-talk just... Baby, don't say. 
Aphrodisiac album was um was slept on, but that album is so dope. <laughs> like, to be honest, Britney is another artist who I never even human. I never heard a bad album from Britney. I traded my cat just to take it back to last summer, man. You don't remember when you was my sweetest. You don't remember my country recent pieces. Cause there's no wrong way to do, you know what? Thumbs up. And that's why. The more they talk about it, she said, Tune in, our baby. <laughs> 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 Go on. Part two. Oh, I had a part two, but we're not playing part two this year. <laughs> uh, we had to play part two on the next one. Hey, that is Brandy. And look, y'all heard all her um all of her musical friends and the people that she influenced, newcomers and all them, y'all heard them talk about um of this incredible journey of the vocal bible. I'm saying it because she's my favorite female vocal and as well you heard a host of other artists that vouch with me, that agree with me. Yeah, I mean that's coming from her peers. Part two of Brandy, man, that was listening to Brandy, Brandy in full effect coming real soon. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for watching. I mean, watching. Why do I always say that? I need to get back to my YouTube channel. Because I just be wanting to... <laughs> well, shoot. If you can visualize me through the speakers, your headphones, or whatever. Thank you for watching. I'm going to describe what I got on. I got on, um... Shit, some shorts. Some basketball shorts. That's it. And socks. I love you, my royal family, my kings and queens. Remember, respect each other, support each other, uplift each other. Y'all know what we got to do when we stand together. We are a force. What Neil said, I'm a movement by myself, but I'm a force when we together. And if I got my royal family, my brothers and sisters, my kings and queens with me, we can make some things pop off. <laughs> we can make some things happen. We can change the world. And that's what I'm about. So, my royal family, my kings and queens, y'all know how I always do it, how, what I always tell you. Good morning, by the way. Have a great Friday. Be safe this weekend, Labor Day, if you're in Atlanta and you um going out Atlanta Gay Pride. It's def it's this weekend on um, Black Gay Pride, so definitely be safe, protect yourself, 
respect yourself, and most of all, my royal family, know your worth because you are royalty. Until next time, this is Top Music ENT Podcast Show. I am your host, King Philippe. Royal Move is King. Ha. No goodbyes. No way out. What that about? Hey. Hey, yay. Uh. No goodbyes, no goodbyes. Uh, feel away when you gone away. It's safe to say that explain my root taxes. I'm ashamed, so I hide my face. At the same time, I'm smiling on the inside. You know how to get me. And know me that'll flip me. You busy, so I understand. Just take the time to acknowledge me. I'm a man. Full of insecurities and trust issues Stop thinking crazy, acting shady When I'm not with you Pull me back, pull me back, pull me back, Jack Is my mind, cut my nerves, only you, Jack I don't believe in voodoo But it's something that you do I can never say goodbye You the fist that float my high No goodbye, no, no, no Hey No goodbye, yo, no goodbye It's king I'm loving my baby right now. No goodbye. Uh, no goodbye. No goodbye. <laughs> Smiling with my heart all the way through the airport. I spot you through the crowd. They disappear. I guess they teleported. It's really not important. You the only one who matters. Rocking up them air mouths and acting getting fatter. Shorty that your ladder. Climbing up the wrong ladder Highest my trophy is how I passed her No distraction from my has-been After all that we done been through We stuck together, ain't no way I could never get rid of you It's me and you for life We stuck together, that's right hey. No goodbye No goodbye No goodbye No goodbye No goodbye no goodbye. Royal mode, it's me and you. We making royal move. No way out. No way out. No way out. No way out. What's that about? It's no way out. Hey. It's no way out. No way out. It's no way out. No way out. No way out. No way out. To death to love the part You always have my heart Sing that shit Let that music play Just let it ride I like that, that music That shit dope, ain't it? It's fire Sometimes you just gotta let that music play, bro you know, sometimes you just gotta let that music play, bro. <laughs> no goodbye. Hey, no way out. No way out. No. Shout out to Brandy at Beats, bro. When you find that one you love, no way out. That blunt up, boy. We gonna chill here. We gonna smoke this shit. 
we gon' love each other, we gon' do this shit, we gon' show them what it means and how we do when we make royal moves.